decision fatigue, overwhelm, stress, anxiety, uncertainty, disconnection. The weight was much to bear. This is how I was feeling as I arrived in Jackson Hole, Wyoming on July 21st, just a short six days ago. I had been driving all day. I didn't know where I was going to camp. I had no idea Jackson Hole was going to be a tourist zoo. (sighs) I was feeling it. I was absolutely feeling it. What did I do? I decided to park my car, plant my feet in the grass at Town Square, take a couple deep breaths, and there, a golden opportunity presented itself. Not to my awareness at the time. Welcome to Wild Bill Chronicles, Volume 2. Right smack dab in the middle of the great Wild Pilgrimage of 2023. My initiation into my Wild Bill energetics. Thank you for being here. So as I'm in Town Square, I see a man chilling. Looks like an outdoorsy guy. Looks about my age and I felt a calling to connect with him despite feeling resistance and a little bit burnt out. So I ask about who he is, what he's doing out here. I inquire about any recommendations for camping spots and hikes, things along these lines. He's a raft guide, and he is wrangling a bunch of middle schoolers to facilitate an experience for them. So we connect, and he points me in the direction of some amazing spots. Little did I know that this information and my decision to talk to Nate here would create the most magical day of my trip thus far, the following day. Tells me about the gross font camping, dispersed camping, free camping, and uh, Jenny Lake hike, middle Tetons. So we part ways. I say thanks. I go to bed, wake up at 5 a.m., go find that camp spot, secured, absolutely epic views, and in the middle of nowhere. Just me, myself, and I. Tons of space for me to be in nature, in raw wilderness. Secure the camp spot. Go to Jenny Lake, start my hike, about 7 a.m. First 15 minutes, I encounter two baby cubs and a mama black bear. Epic, 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 epic. So, how it began was I crossed paths with a woman, stopped in her tracks, and she's like, yeah, there's some bears up there. I ask her, is it a grizzly? And she mentions how it's blackish blonde. Not blonde. I forget what she said in terms of color. We came to the conclusion that it was a black bear. So we wait, we wait, we wait. And then at some point, you know, obviously we're going to proceed because we want to continue our hike. So we're with a big group at that point because traffic had backed up and we're making noise. We're walking. I'm leading the charge. And all of a sudden, round the bend, two of the most tremendously cute little baby cubs ever ever and that's what i see at first um we're keeping our distance 
obviously to remain safe and to not put ourselves in danger. So we just get to observe. We get to take it in. We get to digest. And man, pure magic. So much fun to connect with people over that experience as well. And on top of that, I was calling in a bear experience. So thank you, universe. And thank you for providing it in a way where I didn't find my my ass getting chomped. The bear climbs a tree, pulls some grubs out, digging in it. Wah, 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 Super cool to watch. Second time experiencing a bear in the wild and the babies, man. What a gift. Continue onward towards Hidden Falls, which was the first major stop on the Jenny Lake Loop. Epic 100-foot waterfall. Beautiful, misty breeze flying at me. Feels incredibly refreshing, invigorating. Spend some time with the waterfall, connecting, breathing, getting still, and continuing to digest my experience. Did that for a bit. Headed up to Inspiration Point, continuing the loop, uh, which then leads into Cascade Canyon Trail. As I'm on my way up to Inspiration Point, I see a girl. I tell myself, that looks like Allie Grant. Holy shit, that is Allie Grant. We both, I go, Allie Grant? Billy Robertson? I grew up less than a mile away up the street from the Grants in my hometown. Meanwhile, we're across the country in the middle of the Grand Tetons. And we bump heads. Not bump heads. We bump into each other. That was shocking. And another magical occurrence. So we chat for a little bit. Then I go about my way. Uh, I finished the Jenny Lake Loop. Did about 10 miles of hiking. I was absolutely smoked. Did a couple uh, dips in the lake. Just taking in these wonderful, inspiring incredibly invigorating views the mountains and how they change in dimension and shape as you physically relocate yourself and you have these different vantage points it was almost like the mountains were alive and incredibly life-giving experience so i finished my hike i like i said am smoked burnt out also feeling very energized, alive, connected, and excited. I carry that energy with me. So after the hike, I decide to head to a coffee shop, get a nice coffee, recharge, figure out what my next plans are. Uh, Part of me knew that going to rest would be an optimal choice. Another part of me wanted to connect deeper. I wanted to socialize despite having resistance and and feeling a little bit closed off because I was energetically taxed physically from the hike. So, with that being said, I inquire. I, I lean into what my heart is craving, and that's connection. And I did this by reaching out to Allie Grant. 
yo, what are you up to tonight? She had mentioned the motet was playing at Snow King Resort, which is quite the venue on top of the local ski mountain there. Beautiful views overlooking the Tetons. You take a gondola up. So I get in line to go up the gondola. I'm alone at this point because the grants are showing up a little bit later. I was contemplating whether to wait or just go. I decided to just send it, get in line. I'm about to get on the gondola. Dude's like, how many? I'm like, I'm alone. I was feeling awkward. I was feeling disengaged with myself. I wanted to interact with people. I just was having a hard time feeling in the flow of socializing. As soon as the man asked me and I tell him I'm just a single, these two girls behind me very kindly invite me to go on the gondola with them. I introduce myself. One's named Kayla. One named Sky. I told Kayla how my twin sister's named Kayla. Sky ended up being a twin. Wonderful individuals. Very friendly. Very loving. Very open. Very kind. We're just hitting it off. We're connecting. It's super fluid. I am just absolutely able to let myself flow through me with ease. There was no conscious thinking behind me expressing myself. So it was a beautiful recognition of birds of a feather flock together. These people were on a wavelength. I was on a similar wavelength. We continue to connect. We're laughing. We're talking about, you know, why we're in the area and so on and, you know, just getting to know each other. We get to the top. They invite me to come hang out with their homies and meet some more of their friends. Opener was phenomenal. I'm talking to Sky, telling her about my journey up to that point, how I saw string cheese incident and um, my journeys in Denver and, you know, what I what I had done earlier that day, checking out Jenny Lake and just some other things that were coming through. What she told me was that she was in town because her newly engaged fiance was working on a garage with his brother in town there in Star Valley. And they were just visiting. They're about to move out of Chicago and so on. Just enjoying the conversation. All of a sudden, she points. That's my fiance right there. He's walking up. I look. I double take and look again. That is a man that I know. What? What? Come on. Alex Stolboff. A man I met multiple years ago in Denver. We have a whole community of mutual friends. I stayed at his house for four or five days. Maybe a couple more. In 2017, 2018. And I also met his brother. Who he was out there building the garage with. We both have our mind blown. Just in awe. Thank you, universe. (laughs) So... We're riding a high after this initial encounter of what the fuck? Why are you here? Why are you here? This is incredibly improbable. Just an insane synchronicity. We had an amazing night. Family I grew up down the street from was there. Fucking getting it to the motet. Everybody was getting it. There's paragliders flowing through the air. Something else, man. 
this all occurred, I ended up in the right place at the right time because I decided to follow an intuitive hit. When I was in Town Square to talk to this dude, I don't know if I would have ended up at Jenny Lake hadn't I talked to Nate. I, I mean, I would have, it's possible I would have ended up at Jenny Lake, but to be in the spot where I encountered the Grants at that time, which encountering the Grants led to me being at the Motet, which I had no awareness of that event happening. And then there, running into my old pal, Alex Stolboff, Mr. Stolby. I called him Stolby Cheese because his nickname's Stolby. So, for shit's sake, <laughs> I proceed to. Well, I did have just one of the most epic nights with such great people. I forgot how good the motet is. Holy shit. My lord. Anyways, I wanted to share that story because I listened to my body despite resistance and uncertainty in the mind. My mind not wanting to go up and talk to this man, Nate. My mind telling me not to in town square. And then all of a sudden, the universe provides the goods. So... Eternally grateful, eternally blessed. It was a magical day, and the rest of my time in the Tetons continued to be awesome. Did some whitewater rafting, and um, on my first check-in at Stanley Lake, I had mentioned having some trouble with over-reliance on substances, getting into daily kratom use, consuming way too much of it, and how shitty it was making me feel and how I I consciously knew it didn't serve me yet I continued to do so this whole experience has been a lot for my nervous system to hold I essentially and as anyone that lives nomadically knows you you omit all convenience every single damn ounce of convenience there's always a new thing to figure out. Nothing goes as planned. Not nothing. Most things don't go as planned. And you just have to continue to surrender and surrender and accept and accept and surrender and surrender and breathe and breathe and breathe and continue to breathe more. I breathe my love into the unknown. So many emotions coming up during this experience. Ups and downs, ups and downs. Incredibly energetically taxing, yet with that price, the most beautiful reward. Novelty. Pattern interrupt. Adventure. Chaos. I'm digging it. Um, so, as I committed to in my first check-in, which was nine days ago, I believe, from today was to set Kratom down through Wyoming, which I did. I bought some today, though. I wanted to engage and reward myself. And I took a dose of it earlier today for my drive um, with the intention of stimulating myself. And, and, and I listened to 
Ishmael by Daniel Queen, this epically riveting book. Um, part of me was definitely escaping from some heavier emotions. However, I have made some progress. I made a commitment to myself and I followed through. And what I'm deciding with Kratom is that I will allow myself to interact once a week, primarily for podcasting and and socializing, because I really do love the energetics that it tunes me into, how it opens me up, how I tap into this frequency of inspiration and wanting to create. It really fuels my creativity. So my relationship to substances is going to be a lifelong process. Have I put cannabis down as well since Wyoming? Yes, I took the tiniest hit at the motet. Did not serve me. I mindlessly consumed and I got exactly what comes with that. I felt uncomfortable. Luckily, I took the tiniest hit. Otherwise, I just I would have been in shambles because it had been many days since I had interacted and my tolerance was lower. So I learned my lesson there and I'm feeling really good off of cannabis currently. So I'm thankful for my decision in carrying that out. As far as caffeine, still on the caffeine. Going to work on that. Not sure how that's going to look. I want to place my energy on where I'm at currently. And it's not as easy as just, hey, Bill. Why don't you just don't do the things and just stop doing it? It is that easy, but it's not. That's like telling a fat person to stop being fat. This way of operating in life, leaning on, you know, something outside of myself to create inner peace, to create equanimity, to create stability is something I've been doing for so long and I have come very far in my process of, of healing this aspect of my experience. I'll just leave it at that. Um, we're going to close it out here. What I will say in closing is that the universe, actually, the universe rewards bravery. Nature rewards bravery. Inhale the white light of courage. And exhale fear, shame, and doubt. Or inhale courage and exhale courage. Let's take a deep breath together. In through the nose all the way to the top. That white light of courage. And out we release all shame, fear, uncertainty. Take the bold action. The reason I'm here is because I took bold action. I hurled myself into the unknown and I am 
continuing to do so because I have over two-thirds of my trip left. So there's going to be a lot more coming through. I look forward to continuing to check in with y'all. And anyone listening, thank you so much for you know, being interested in, in what I have to say. And if you, if you find value, please like and share with a friend. If, if you're curious to connect with me, please, please, please reach out. I would love to have a conversation with you. If there's something you're going through, if there's adversity you're bumping up against, if you're experiencing depression, if you're experiencing anxiety, if you're experiencing addiction, if you're having relational troubles, I'm a safe space. I give a damn. We're all in this together. We all have our fire walks, and it's important we open up and relate about them. All right, y'all. I love you all so much. Smooches. <laughs>